All right, welcome to the Desmond Ong Show. Today, we have a very special guest, Mr. Alex Chi. Uh, Alex, before we get started, how about you quickly introduce yourself, what do you do, and what are you famous for? Hey, Desmond. Thank you so much for having me on the show. So, my name is Alex Chi. I'm a fitness enthusiast. I love everything about fitness, uh, whether it's bodybuilding or just general fitness. And what I do is I actually just do social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, Today, the, the people call this like social media influencer. I don't really like the word influencer, but I, I generally use social media as a way to promote my, my business, promote right. my coaching business, uh, where I right. help people get fit and, you know, kind of just change their mentality from someone who say they can't do something to they can do it by using fitness as Tool. This, so, this yeah, is so interesting, I Alex. I want to ask you because you know that there are a lot of personal trainers out there, and yeah. there, there are also a lot of personal trainers that don't use social media. All they do is they rely on gyms, they rely on friends, refer friends to get clients. Like, how do you see social media help bring you to where you are right now? Like, is, is I mean, if there is no social media, would you be who you are right now? Have you ever thought about it? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, Personally, I feel that it wasn't social media that changed my life. Like it did play a major role in adding a lot of good stuff in my life. It helped me connect with people and all that. But mm-hmm. I felt that it was uh, maybe it was the, the way that I think or the way that I did my, my stuff that generate uh, the followings that I have today. Um, example, it was because I was willing to put myself out there. I was willing to share my progress. And personally, I didn't think like they would get to where it is today. Like I didn't think like um, I could make mm-hmm. uh, money or I could get clients by just sharing my progress. I was just doing it because I was bored. I was at the same time, you know, most of the time alone. So I wanted to just share it on social media. Like it was just something that I felt like it was a sharing thing. But yeah, like that just took off and, you know, it helped me reach to people who actually want to achieve the mm-hmm. same results. But why, why there's so many personal trainers that are not, using social media or they're not online like they're still using like friend refer friend go to the gym and hope to hook one of those clients i mean they're very passionate about fitness like you too and they're very good at what they do but the thing is why don't they go online what's what's the thing i I think i think like to be very very honest with you the personal trainers that you're talking about are way more passionate than i am personally i feel like they are way more they talk about fitness they eat fitness you know everything they do in their life is about fitness and I feel right. like they are so much more passionate than me. Just that, why was it that they are not able to take that step to do uh, social media? Uh, is also because they don't see much people doing it um, right. in, in social media. Like it's actually a very tough thing. If you actually look at like Malaysia market, there's not many people doing uh, social media uh, for fitness. You know, not many people yeah. are actually putting themselves out there. And again, because maybe fitness is a very you know people when they look at it, it's a very superficial thing. So it's, it's the body. You know, you have to have right. a body, a great body in order to, to attract customers, right? So I think that's one of the biggest thing is that most people have that mental blockage to right. put themselves out there because again, it could be very scary, right? Mm-hmm. You could put it out there and like nobody would give a shit about uh, who you are because you don't have the six pack, you don't have the body that most people want. I think right. that is the issue with what most people think and that would become like a very huge inferior in them. So right. yeah, I think that's the problem. Yeah. So when you when you get started, like, why why did you put your content on social media? Why did you like make YouTube videos and put on Instagram? Why what was the reason that got you started in the first place? Mm, uh, great question. All right, so I started with Instagram actually. Like I mm. I was just putting out pictures, you know, when I was going to the gym, 
you know, sometimes you would just train and you would get that pump when, okay, so right. what is a pump is when we're training in the gym. And, yeah. you know, when we get that, our muscle gets filled up and it looks really full, we want to just take a picture quick. So I kind you of feel just amazing too. I feel amazing. Time. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, when you feel amazing, you just want to like show it off. And so right, that's kind right. of me. I was just like, I want to show off to my friends. I want to show it to my, right. my family. And uh, I took a lot of pictures when I was just in the pump, in, the, in, the, in kind of that zone. And uh, when I did Instagram, um, I didn't think too much. I was just sharing pictures, but I didn't know that actually there were pages out there that was, you know, resharing and just re-promoting -re like the pictures. And mm -hmm. that was kind of how my social media journey started. Somebody shared my picture. I got a lot of attention. And I think from there, it's just like the attention just kept coming. Uh, in terms of YouTube, I actually got inspired by one of the fitness influencers in the US. I was seeing how these people were changing life just by sharing right. what they were doing. You know, it wasn't anything special. Just taking people through their day, showing them what they right. eat and, uh, you know, just enjoying the, the journey of fitness. Making right. it look from something that's actually really hard to something that's really fun. And I think yeah. that really changed the way that I saw how YouTube could penetrate into uh, people's mind. And I think that's just how I just started. I just did I th it. I think the internet is so important. Like for me, I got started going to a gym like pretty much five to six times a week. And being taking this seriously when I saw, I don't know if you know, uh, Mike Chang from uh, formerly Six Pack Apps, Six Pack yeah, Shortcut. Yeah. And he really Special inspired part. me. I'm like, dude, like this, that's an Asian guy. That's a Chinese yeah. name, right? And, 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 and he's, he's big, like he's muscular. That just always has, yeah, I always had this belief that, you know, Asian is like, you know, very hard to build muscle because very seldom you see an Asian guy that's huge, jack, big muscle, big shoulders and big chest. And when I saw him, I'm like, man, I, if I can just get like 10% of that, that's pretty good progress to me. And that's how I got started. And I think a lot of people got started that way too, uh, because most people just can't afford to, you know, spend their first time training with a personal trainer right away. Most of the time they go online yeah. and look for ways, look for strategies. Yes. And, you know, YouTube is a great one because it's very visual. Uh, and you can play the video and you can be doing the same workout, just follow through with the video too, which, which, which is interesting. I don't know if you know this, Alex, but many years ago, what people do is that if they want to learn how to work out, let's say they want to do yoga, they'll buy DVDs and mm, DVDs mm, will yeah. have like chapters, like you do this or this and whatever that. And now everything is just being placed online, which is insane because even your course is online right now. You have a course online where you teach people how to do, uh, you call it lockdown fitness, right? If I'm not wrong. Uh, I call it, okay, before this, I created a, a Facebook group called Lockdown right. Fitness, but the course is actually called Rapid. So Rapid, Rapid is basically like a, it's a system that I kind of built, like for mm -hmm. people to just use it every day in order to trim down body fat. And I, I'm doing this course right now, which is like, a, I do it with them. I make sure that, you know, if the, if the people need the support, I'm there to do it with them. So they get to yep. see me do it. At the same time, they get to try it out themselves. Yeah. So that is the current cost and, uh, you know, it's been going pretty well. Yeah. So obviously there are a lot of people that are just watching free videos online, right? And yes. then there are people that join your program, they paid money and then they come and learn with you. What, what do you think is the difference? Why, how come some people get results and how come some people don't get results? Straightforward. I would be, uh, I would just say that the difference with my course is that it is a much more exclusive experience. Like people get the information, the steps immediately, you know, they get whatever that they want to get answered. Right. It's all right there. Depending on like, like depending you get it for free, right? Let's say you get it for free in terms of that you just watch one of my videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You get so many uh, different kind of information, which is true, but whether it is designed into a system, 
to help you uh, get and reach to your goal is a different thing. It's, I'm so so I'm so sorry, man. I think my my Wi-Fi is a bit off. Sorry, my Wi-Fi is a no, bit off. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Like you said, Malaysia uh, internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, I I think this is quite interesting because in a way that you said that you know by joining your course, you they are training with you basically, right, on the same day at the same time, and then you're really giving them a system. Why why I think this is so important is that on the internet there's just too much information. There's so many different types of fitness gurus. There's so many different like diet diet itself. You have a, at least popular ones a dozen. Yeah. popular ones right and people are confused do i go carnivorous diet do i go keto diet do i go this diet that diet that, that? and they, they do not know what to do so sometimes a lot of people they just want like one system and then they have one way and then they just do it which is why i think a lot of time uh people ask me this question should i you know why would anyone want to buy an online course or you know pay for any to learn online when they are so much free information on youtube and i'd say you're correct there's so much free information and that's why you buy because you don't want many information you want the boil down, the simplified version where you just been told what to do and then you just do it and then you see results at the end then you're like, oh, that's how you make it happen, right? Yes, and yes, I've yes. watched a few of your videos. I think your, your strategy when it comes to, because I don't want to just talk about business. I also want to talk about health. I want to talk about fitness, which is I know you're very big in. Uh, I want to talk a lot about more, let's say, the diets. Right now, there are so many types of diets out there. We have, the, as I said, the carnivorous diet, which means you just eat meat all day, every day. And we have yeah. the keto diet, which is an like extremely popular diet right now. Right? Popular, what's your yeah. opinion about all these diets? Like, do you think that any ordinary person should just follow them? Or what's your opinion on this? All right. So I personally tried out the keto diet. I personally tried out um, a few types of diet as well. You know, low-carb diet, no-carb yeah. diet high carb diet and personally i felt like uh when i was doing all this kind of diet it really did affect the way that i feel the way that my energy and my mood was going through and mm. i personally think that you know all this diet because i've tried it out myself and i've seen the results all of them actually do bring out a certain kind of results but it really depends on your preference like in the ways that you like to eat number one and the way that you feel uh, I did a keto diet for about three weeks and I was in the lowest energy ever. I felt like my energy was just going to die out because I'm a, I'm a carb lover. I love to eat rice. I love to eat like all kinds right. of breads, all kinds of carbohydrates. And to cut that off and only to have fats, it was absolutely uh, suffering for me, especially for someone like me who has a pretty, I would say, insane fitness work ethic. Like I would go to the gym six times a week and I would train like heavy weights and stuff. And so these kind of things just affected me and i realized that uh it wasn't sustainable the diet that that was being promoted online is not the way to just lose weight like a lot of people are saying this is the only way or this is the fastest way and you know when right. the moment we hear fast the moment we hear like quick and fast we're like yeah i'm gonna try i'm, I'm just trim off all this body fat so we just make all this adjustment to do it and the issue with that is that people lack research they rec they lack experience as well and because of that, they are listening to people who are, again, taking advantage of this kind of opportunity to profit from it. And uh, these kind of things can be a little bit damaging, you know, low carbohydrates or high protein diets. And so personally, I, I, I got fed up. I was so angry. I was just like, this is not the way to lose weight. This is not the way to gain weight. Uh, it's just suffering. I didn't like the way that uh, the fitness is approaching this way. I want to just make it as easy as possible. Somewhere where I'm not telling you what to do, like what diet is the best. In fact, I'm just going to give you some scientific uh, profile behind about fitness and dieting. And so for me, what I, how I approach the game is I would always go with calories in, calories out. 
And with this kind of idea, I would teach people how to break down their calories and create a balanced diet fit for you. Now, again, uh, what's the difference with this and uh, keto diet? Keto diet is that you can see results fast, mainly because when you take off carbohydrates, your muscle is depleted and that's why all your weights disappear for temporary uh, reasons, okay? Uh, but if the moment you consume carbohydrates again, you'll just suck in all that weight up again and you'll just mm -hmm. pretty much pack on weight. And so these are the confusing thing with people because a lot of people are looking at short term. What I like to show people is how do you do it long term? How do you be able to get results, sustainable, enjoy your diet? You know, it's, it's not something that is very suffering. I think if you saw my story, right, that's when you saw that I like to eat like noodles. Uh, I eat crazy Who, who doesn't, right? Who doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> I love to eat like burgers. I love to eat uh, yeah. french fries. But the question is, how often do I eat it? And why do I eat it? Why do I consume this uh, while showing people that it is possible? It's not because I'm a superhuman of like, yeah, you know, here's a six pack. No, it's because I actually understand what is the balanced diet for me. How do right. I actually calculate my calories intake in order to lose weight or gain muscles? I, I, I like that when you mention sustainable, because I, I personally believe that keto diet is not sustainable because I believe that carbs, you know, I, I, I've tried a low carb thing 10 years ago before it was called keto diet and before it was called any diet at all. And the issue with me was that I cannot think clearly without carbs. I cannot think clearly unless I eat a little bit of carbs. And that really messes up with my uh, career, my productivity. And even when you're lifting weights, you just feel like you cannot lift the normal yeah, weights. No energy. Lifting. Yeah. yeah, you just feel like you're, you're, you're like a zombie most of the time. Like you, you do lose weight. You do feel, like, I mean, in terms of weight, if you're just calculating by the numbers, yes, you do the numbers better, but I just don't think it's sustainable. I think at the end of the day, a balance diet is a lot more important. And yeah. I think people need to also feel happy because more people, most people measure health just by physical health. Like, oh, I got to have like the def definition of my abs got to show. Definition of my muscle. 10 pounds in order to be yeah. accepted. Mm. Exactly. But what about this? What about this health? Most people forget about this because if you're cutting out in a, a very important part of your diet that you love to eat, it makes you feel really sad. And sometimes that can create other diseases and illness that can come and attack you. Yes, right? Yes, could yes. be depression, could be anxiety, could be yes. a lot worse than that. So a lot of people don't really think about their mental health when it comes to yeah. this. So I really think that, you know, as a personal trainer, a lot of people should just also focus on, you know, doing what's best as an overall holistic way for their clients as well. So, in terms of this, like, uh, let's talk a little bit about your, because you came to Digital Income University, one of my programs that I did, and then you created and a five-day challenge. It was freaking awesome. It was Thank super you. awesome. <laughs> you have a five-day challenge, and I saw a bunch of testimonials. I saw a bunch of people. Can you share a little bit of stories about some of your, the people that you're working with, you're training with, and the results they got gotten using your formula and using your balanced diet strategies that are a lot more sustainable? Straightforward. Uh, most of the people that signed up with me have these same issues. They have the same problems. You know, a lot of them are not eating enough. And I think because this was such a marketed thing, right? Like, uh, don't eat carbs. Make sure that you're training. Make sure you're doing your cardio. A lot of people are focusing on the wrong things. And so, it's very funny. Like, 90% of them have the same problems. And I started to see, like, oh, my God. Like, how is it possible that 90% of the people see the same problem, but they are not making any results? And so obviously, that's why they joined the course and uh, I just clarified all to them. I, I told them the first thing that you have to remember is that whatever body weight idea that you want, the most important is that your mental health is that it is sustainable enough to, to I mean, it is, it is possible for your brain to be able to just lose weight while being okay. Like if you are losing weight and your brain is like dead, it's not yep. worth it and, and that's not right. something that I preach. And so again, uh, 
one of the things that most people have when they face a challenge in fitness is that they don't know how to diet, they don't know how to eat, and because of that, they don't give themselves permission to eat. They just restrict food, and they they just stop. They just stop uh, moving ahead because of this problem, right? A lot of people mm-hmm. don't have the permission to eat. I mean, who is there to tell them, hey, you can actually eat carbohydrates and still lose weight? A lot of people right. don't have that knowledge. And because of that, it gets very confusing. Number one is that their diet is that it's already messed up. Number two is mm-hmm. that their training is also messed up because what do most people do when it comes to weight loss? Cardio. They just think cardio, I'm going to do crazy amount of cardio. And that is the, the problem with people is that they don't see that cardio doesn't lead to fat loss. It leads to burning calories, but it doesn't lead to fat loss. What leads mm-hmm. to fat loss is actually building muscles. When you right. build muscles, when you build lean muscles, you are able to trim down body fat a lot faster. So that's why you see someone like me, I can consume so much more calories and still not gain any like huge right. amount of body fat. It's not because of my it's not just because of my training, it's because of my lifestyle. I understand that if I were to consume like calories, I I mean mm. if I want to enjoy a burger right now, I have to know I gotta work harder. I gotta work yeah. harder for, for later. It's the same thing like you want to go for a holiday, you gotta make money. And so, so, you know, if you were to spend that kind of money, you're going to make it back somehow, somewhere. Yes. Mm. So I think, I, think, I think that's really interesting because, so essentially you're summarizing that, okay, if I want to lose weight right now, I shouldn't just be looking at cardio, which most people are doing that. Like most people that I know, because I go to gyms and what happens is that I see a lot of people that are new. What they do is that they just do 30 minutes, 45 minutes of cardio treadmills and then they just walk off and then they sweated a lot and then, oh, it's a good yeah. day of hard work. It's and a that's great not day. enough. <laughs> yeah, but that's not enough. And you recommend right. that, hey, let's do a little bit of, uh, let's do a little bit of weights. Let's do a little bit of uh, muscle building because that's yeah. going to help in terms of sustainability. Because in fact, I know your entire, in, yeah, go ahead. In fact, in fact sorry, sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Uh, in fact, when I was coaching the clients in uh, my own course, I just yeah. scrape up the idea of cardio. Like cardio is only done once or twice a week. The mm. most important factor is to focus on training. Like training. What, do, what are you training when you muscle? Which part of your muscle are you training? And why do you train? Why do you do it? Like girls, girls love to do lower body. Guys, we yeah. love to do upper body. We like to show mm. off guns. We like to show off chest, our muscles. And so I was just breaking down all these ideas that people have because they don't understand that. And again, it, it is very different because I think the impact that came from me is yeah. that I have the results that people, uh, most people don't. And so I think that's why it's, it's much more effective when I say it compared to like if someone else said it. And so again, uh, I had to change the whole mentality with people, especially with the yeah. 90% of the, the, the students who were thinking uh, more cardio, less of food, more cardio, less of food. And they were just getting really demotivated when they didn't see instant results. Mm. And that's crazy. Yeah. And, it, and it's interesting because you see, you see mass, the, the majority of people, they are being taught the wrong thing about nutrition, about how to lose weight. You know, schools are doing the wrong thing. I don't know if you, if you have that in your school, but when I was uh, young in school, I remember the, the Milo trucks would come. The Milo is a chocolate malt drink. They will come and say, oh, this is very nutritious and you need to drink this. Uh, and, yeah. and, and they found out that it's filled with sugar, nothing but sugar, and there's not yeah. a lot of nutrition inside. And schools don't talk a lot about nutrition. They only talk about fibers. They only talk about vitamins. But they don't, they don't really talk about sugar. They don't really talk about how to lose weight. They don't really talk about building muscle. I think, you know, that is why I think schools is really crucial in, you know, uh, health mentally, physically for everybody, you know, for, for, sure, for, sure. for every student. So I think because a lot of time people cannot get this kind of information through schools or through traditional schoolings. That's why people like you are so important online because you are, you have the result to show and then you're telling them this, telling them that this is how I do it. And my way is a lot more sustainable. 
For sure, and I think yeah. that's really, really important. So I want to ask in terms of, uh, you know, I want to go back to the, to the topic of um, weightlifting. Yeah. A lot of people are looking into weightlifting in a way that, oh, you got to, uh, because in the situation right now is that you're not, you know that the gyms right now, they're not doing so well in a lock. I mean, they can't be open yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. And we expect that many of the gyms, uh, after this lockdown, they're not going to be opening anytime soon or they're going to, close down unfortunately right and i love going to the gym because i love the fact that you go in there and you i meet people like you which is which is really motivated you know people that are in the same mindset uh we're just there to improve we're just there correct and which which is awesome like you you're meeting like-minded people in the same place how are how many other places out there that are like that but the problem is after this lockdown the gyms are going to be closed they're not going to be open uh what do you foresee is going to happen in the workout fitness weightlifting community uh, great question. So I did talk to a few of my, my friends who actually own gym. Uh, I don't know if you know the brand Anytime Fitness. Yeah. Um, Anytime Fitness, and there's another brand called Life and Fitness. So these gym are actually owned by my friend. And um, I actually just met them recently. And they were mm. telling me how it is crazy. Uh, right. Literally, everything is just off uh, in terms of the system, um, the customers, and just a lot of things were not very, very uncertain. It was so uncertain to the point that they had to shift their, their focus from yeah. the offline, offline world to the online. Like they were telling me that they want to start doing virtual trainings, something that is relative to you know, doing at home safe, it's durable. And yeah. the way I look at it, uh, I was actually telling them like, you know, what happens in the future? And they were telling me a lot about, you know, there most likely be a restriction in terms of, um, the amount of people that could come to the gym. Maybe yeah. everyone have to start writing a booking, like they have to start booking their time. And then maybe there could only be 20 people uh, who could use the gym. But again, the, the reason why the gym is so restricted is because it's true that viruses and, and you know, germs are easily spread in the gym because of the sweat. Yeah. You know? And so a lot of people are just, uh, they don't see the importance of why the gym is closed. They think like, oh, the gym is closed, please open the gym. But they don't see the safety, especially during times like this. And right. so, the way I look at it is that gym is not going to be as open as before. Not anyone can just come in. Everyone right. has to be, you know, they have to get their, their temperature checked. At the same time, they might have to book because I was talking to one of my friends whose father went to play golf in, in Tropicana. And he said that he had to book a session in golf about two weeks earlier in order wow. to play two weeks later. And he had to go at 6 a.m. in the morning to play a wow. 10 a.m. session. And that's crazy. That, that's mind-blowing to me. And I was just yeah. questioning a lot about why and golf. And as I don't really know too much about golf, but I know like in golf, there's not many people in yeah. at one time. It's a big space too, yeah. It's a big space. But this is the gym. We're talking about the gym. The gym is like, yeah. it's closed, right? We, are, we have to really get close to each other and we have to yeah. help each other and stuff like that. And so I personally think that a gym in Malaysia, it's definitely not going to open anytime soon. I feel right. maybe 9th of June is not going to happen as well. Mainly because people are just unsure of how do we actually take care of others. Because again, it's so easy to look at it as like, yeah, just, just create the system, you know, scan and all that. But what yeah. if it actually messed up? What if this actually spiked up more cases and stuff? So I, I personally don't really have high hopes of gym. I'm trying to focus on other areas now that I can, I can actually take control, like home workouts right. and, and just stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got a lot of friends who are buying dumbbells and buying, I don't know if you know book, Bowflex, they're buying uh, a lot of uh, workout equipments, putting it at home now, which I think is going to really affect gym as a whole entire industry in itself. Like, I love gym. I think gym is like a temple. 
really when you go to gym you feel like man it's it's, it's a different feeling the the music a, the different people. environment correct yeah at home is different at home you're like oh man you know the <laughs> energy work. is just so different <laughs> yeah but that's why I think gym is so important. But I would love, I would hate to see the gym industry get wiped out. I don't know if you saw the news this morning. I was uh, reading the news that was saying that the original Ghost Gym in Venice Beach in California yeah. in Los Angeles, they are closed. Not only that, but they have been uh, invaded by homeless people. Like the, that, that's like a legendary gym, right? That's, that's if you ask me for 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 workout person, that's like a uh, the highest level of temple. That's like a one of the biggest Have you been to the gym? Have you been there? I've been outside. I've not been inside uh, because it's always filled with people. Uh, But in America, the gym is crazy. I don't know. Have you ever seen, uh, I've been there before. I've actually seen the pictures or videos. In America, gyms are like 20 times the size Everywhere is the gym. Yeah. Everywhere, yeah, like, everywhere, is, everywhere has a gym and they are crazy about workout and yeah. most of them are like 24 hours uh, and, and in Malaysia it's very different Malaysia that you know uh, the gyms are very tiny and uh, there's a lot of space for like you know dance class yoga class but in America a lot of a lot of weightlifting. they have hundreds <laughs> yeah weightlifting and they have like triple of every set Mm-hmm. Or double of every set in Malaysia, you only get one, and then you got to share, mm-hmm. you got to wait if you go on peak hours. Um, so, you know, I definitely miss the gym. Um, and that, that is why you're giving people an option now. Hey, you know, you can't go to the gym right now, but you yeah. can join my online environment. Because I think mm-hmm. environment is very important. People, whether they work out or not, has nothing to do with strategies, has nothing to do with tactics, has nothing to do with information. If you want workout routines, if you want diet strategies, they are all online free for you. Yeah, plenty online, correct. Yeah. But what people want is an environment. An environment as in a bunch of similar, like-minded people they are working towards the same goal. And I think that's really crucial. And what you are doing with your, uh, that your course, your e-learning group, what you're really doing is that you're telling people, hey, you know what? I'm all in on this. I'm going to create this gym environment and then you all come in with me and then we train together. And I think that's what's going to happen. And I see a lot of this happening in the women's uh, workout uh, industry by so it's really interesting I felt like the women and men is totally separated because the women one they are more yeah. focused on like yoga dancing and a lot of like uh, planking and stuff like that so I think this creates an opportunity for a lot of people as well now, now let's go back to social media I want to talk a little bit about social media before we cap this sure. off right let's say if there's someone out there that wants to be like you someone that mm. you know maybe loves to work out you know don't mind sharing with the world what they know and how they get to where they are Right, they want to leverage social media. How can they grow their social media following? How can you grow? Okay, um, I think the modern, the number one thing that I, I personally feel that most people should actually do is to take off the intention of trying to capitalize social media. Yeah. Because again, uh, if you actually look at the statistic, that's like ninety percent of the way people think, especially if they want to join to social media now, because this is where where people are actually spending their time in. Yeah. A lot of people are just thinking social media is a way to make money, make money, make money. And a lot of people can actually sense that. Like I personally can sense someone who's just coming in, who just want to, um, you know, use this as a, a new way to build their career. Now, I, I personally had that privilege where I did not think that way. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that way after years later, I started to understand how to play the game instead yeah. of just coming in and like, oh, I'm selling this, I'm selling that. You know, a lot of people see that as the opportunity, but they don't see the behind the scenes where it actually takes a lot of time to build up a name. It takes up time to, to you know, figure out what works and what doesn't work. And personally, I feel that, you know, even if, if you have results or not, you have to be able yeah. to know how to, 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 
market yourself in the way that you're different than the rest. Don't come in and tell me to do another keto diet because right. everyone is like, yeah, every, there's so much information. So what makes you different? So I personally feel that take of the intention is the most important thing. And then right. try to just have the good intention of just being, pick a, pick a niche, right? Like, like what you were telling me, pick a niche. And, and for me, my niche was motivation. I, I didn't start up as a fitness fanatic where I, I knew right. everything about fitness. I was more of a motivation person. I like to talk about something that is, uh, I would say maybe short term. Like I like to be able to just get people's uh, butt off the, off the chair and just go to the gym. Even if it's just for like 30 minutes. Like for me, I'm, I'm more of that guy. I like to say stuff like that. I like to push people that way. And for because some really reason, mindset is everything, isn't it? When it comes to fitness, I would mind, say it's 90%. Mindset is everything. It, it is not even, it's like 99%. Because right. the, the, the thing is, I always say like, it's not about whether you don't give a good workout, but it's you getting to the gym or you doing the exercise, getting started is the most important factor. The starting point is the hardest. Because I, I've talked to many people and a lot of people tell me like, uh, uh, going to the gym, right? It's like, I'm too tired. I finished my work. It's the same thing as social media. It's that first step. Like, I'm, I'm scared. Like, what if people don't, don't uh, follow me? What if people don't, uh, you know, like me or they say I'm not good enough? And the thing is, there will be people like this. But the thing is, where do you want to focus? You want to focus on the negative and you focus on positive. Positive is that you could just keep focusing on why are you doing social media? Like, if you're doing social media for money, you're going you're gonna to burn out real quick. You're going you're gonna to feel like this is not for me. And personally, I've seen many people go through this. A few of my friends are actually going through that. And again, it is a scary place because again, social media is like the marketplace right now. You put yourself out there and nobody responds to you. It is very demotivating. But again, there has to be the intention. Like, why are you doing this? Are you doing this for money? Are you doing this for, to help people? Like, what is the... Well, what, what's the biggest challenge for you being a social media fitness influencer? Uh, the biggest challenge? Uh, coming out contents every day. So for me personally, uh, my biggest challenge with social media is I have to come with contents. I have to shoot contents. And like I said, my content is very different than most fitness people. They are more of the workout and all that. Mm. Like I do that as well, but my focus yeah. isn't just all that. Mine is a lot on the pictures, the, the visual, right? The results and, uh, you know, storytelling about how I use fitness to change my life and, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I do that. And that's probably my strategy. I like to just share about what is the outcome that you can get from fitness. And not really from just, oh, you know, this is the proper way to do bicep. Because everyone's doing that. Everyone's sharing about biceps and triceps and chest. Yeah. So what would make me a little bit more unique is that I'm willing to just go a little bit more distant, like a, li a little bit further from these people and just share a little bit more personal stuff. Like I would say, like I am much more, I, I would come off a lot more as a personal influencer. Like I would say something more personal that actually could relate with people rather than professional. Like I don't just always talk about the abs and this is the that and that and this. Like there's too many, there's too many people doing this. And I have a good friend called Jordan Neal. And he is like the master of that. And he yeah. has really taken most of the market in this. And personally, if I were to enter the game and challenge him on that, it would just crush me. And so for me, the hardest thing is to actually find out uh, how, which content works and how do I be consistent in that yeah. while dealing yeah. with the negative, you know? So, so for, for someone that want to just get started with social media, like they, maybe the intention is just to purely, they want to get started because they want to share their message. They feel like they have uh, something very beautiful that they want to share. Maybe to teach people how to cook or teach people something, right? Uh, how can they get started? Like what would, what would be one tip that you'll give to them that you wish you were able to tell yourself early on in your, you know, starting your beginning of your social media journey? Mm, now, keep it simple. Keep it simple for yourself and keep it simple for people. 
and enjoy the ride. I, I guess that would be what I would say to myself. Um, ever since I saw how social media was a, a platform where you know you could get her attention and all that, mm-hmm. I started to overcomplicate things. I wanted to maximize my time and all that. I realized that people didn't didn't feel, follow me for that reason. They followed me because yeah. I was just simple. I just keep it simple. Like, hey, this is my lifestyle. I eat this. Right. I, did, I, I think they that. follow you because they're following Alex Cheap. Because at the end of the day, the person behind the brand is very right. important, right? If you don't like the person for some reason, maybe they don't like your hair, yeah. maybe they don't like your face, maybe they don't <laughs> like how you sound. No matter how good your tips is, no matter how good no your matter strategy how good is, is, yeah, that's not going to work, like right? So, so I feel like just keep it simple because a lot of people, when they enter the game, they just want to perfect the game. Yeah. I am, I am okay, if there was a, a loser, like a, a person who hates losing, it's me. I, I, I hate losing in life because I've always been a loser in a way. And so I had to learn a lot of things uh, with nobody guiding me and I had to just really understand how it is to play but going into the game with the intention of wanting to perfect everything wanting to come up the most perfect person is bullshit like there's no such thing as being right. perfect in life we're gonna have up and down and so again it's just coming in with a very simple clear intention if you want to help people that should be a focus second thing enjoy the ride enjoy doing this but don't depend on it because if you mm-hmm. were to depend on this that's when your intention get to become a little bit sidetrack and so i think the biggest advice i would just give is just keep it simple keep everything simple like your content should be simple it should be easy to understand uh you should keep it simple don't take it too hard too 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 you know negative when things don't go your way try to change things try to adjust away the, the the adjust along the way and at the same time learn to fail learn to just accept failure as a thing that is going to come because social media is the same thing as any other thing. It's the same thing as building a career. Right. You're, go- you're not going to have everything perfect. You're not going to get all the attention. And a lot of people would, you know, the moment they don't want to accept failure, they will start thinking of, I want to do it, you know, the, the cheating way. I want to buy followers. I want to do this. And, and all this crap, mm-hmm. all, this, all these ways are just not sustainable. It's just not, it's not the way. I know a few people in Malaysia, they bought followers and it is, they, they are still the same. A year a ago, and a yeah, lot. <laughs> he bought like I have this one, I have this one kid. I won't name his name, but uh, he's a friend of mine. And I just recall seeing his followings went from like three thousand followers to like two hundred k. And I'm like, uh, okay, that's interesting. Where do you get so much followings from? What do you do? And he's just, uh, he's from a rich family, right? And so he's just showing off whatever that he has that he possesses. But it's nothing that is relatable and nothing that people can actually uh, kind of take from. You know, it's mm, not something. There's that, no value. Yeah, there's no value in, in, in his right. in his in his contents, right? So why would people follow that? And it's all very obvious. And you know, it's very obvious that he did it because maybe it makes him feel more superior than others, like hey, I got more numbers than you, blah blah. So I think that's the problem with people is that they always try to overcomplicate things. They think that having buying followers would means you would respect me. It's just like the same thinking as if I buy a Mercedes Benz and uh, but before this I drove a Myvi, you would respect me so much more. You know, if mm-hmm. I have a if I have a new Benz you would see my car and you would you would you would respect me and you would you would start to like me more. And I think that's the right. issue with people. You know, they don't understand that it's not that. That is the wrong intention and that would lead to more failure. So I think it's just doing the right things, enjoying the ride, keep it simple, um, be persistent, you know. This is a long term game, it's not a short term race. It's a long term right. thing. You want to build a name, you want to enjoy yourself. And yeah, just just do it that way. You probably will see success in some forms. That's that's really really good tip. Now, uh, if my followers and people that are listening to this podcast, they want to find out more about you, how can they find out more uh, about you? Do you have a web address they can send them to? 
uh, find out more about me in terms of like social media. So they want to like, yeah, social media or they want to follow you. They want to get to know more about your course, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, you could just check me out at uh, my Instagram at Alex underscore CYK. <laughs> Instagram okay. is like my portfolio. It's like where I share everything, whether it's my business or my lifestyle. Right. I just do everything on Instagram because it's so, it's so flexible. You know, it's not something that, uh, I just have to stick to one profession. It's something that I could just be flexible. I could just open my wings and just, hey, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. And yeah, social media is uh, the place that you can find me. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Alex, for spending time with us today. Uh, Thank you for the value that you're giving. Appreciate it, Alex. Thank you so much, Desmond. You know, you have been a great mentor and I can tell you that your knowledge and the things that you teach is like super straightforward. (laughs) Super awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Mm.